Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast, where we believe that lifelong learning and relentless determination are essential to developing your passions and reaching your goals. Here to help you along the way are the hosts of the show. Take it away, ladies. Hey, y'all. I'm Brooke. And I'm Farron. As educators and high achievers, we're passionate about providing our listeners with effective strategies to help navigate life's obstacles and reach your goals sooner. Join us as we break down credible research that gives you a fresh perspective and challenges your limiting beliefs. Laugh and grow as we share personal anecdotes and interviews from people that have demonstrated what it takes to be successful. By implementing these practices, you will develop your unique skill set and learn how to better serve your community. Get your mind right. And enjoy this time designed just for you. Before we get started, we want to tell you about an opportunity for you to have more growth in your relationships. We are so excited to offer our digital course, The Five Rules of Fair Fighting, Resolve Conflicts While Protecting Your Relationship. This course is for anyone who wants to grow and improve your relationships. Someone who wants to stop having the same fight over and over again and getting nowhere. This course is for the person who, quote, doesn't ever fight, but feels there's too much distance and not enough communication. Guys, conflict is inevitable. This course will help you avoid the collateral damage when fighting gets unfair. Join our email list to be the first to hear about the details of the release of The Five Rules of Fair Fighting. Go to wittyandgritty.blog to sign up. And now, back to the show. <laughs> if you're having brain problems, I feel bad for you, son. Got 21 problems, but a tox ain't one. And by tox, we mean a 21-day brain detox challenge by Dr. Carolyn Leaf. Based on neuroscience. <laughs> and scripture. <laughs> All in one. <laughs> so this is... Episode 58, Switch on Your Brain, by Dr. Carolyn Leaf. We're going over chapters 9 and 10, which is the introduction to the 21-Day Brain Detox Plan. This is the moment you've been waiting for. We've promised that if you would stick through all the vocabulary of the first half of the book, it'd be worth it in the second half. So here we are. Let's start with chapter 9, titled, What is the 21-Day Brain detox plan. Why, Farron, pray tell, (laughs) (laughs) what in fact is the 21-day brain detox plan? Well, you know, here's, here's what it is. It's a daily routine that you're going to do for 21 days. And after those 21 days, you're going to choose another focus or the same focus if you need to and do it again. So it repeats every 21 days. But before we get started... I think it's important to remember what we've learned so far. Yeah, so remember that we do self-improvement. This is a self-improvement podcast, so it's the same theme, and we find it in different pockets of life. Like, anyone can read a self-improvement book. Anyone can pick up, switch on your brain and read it. But if you don't apply it or have the community or support or practical actionable steps that go with it, all you've done is just read a book. It hasn't done, it hasn't served you other than you got your words in for the day. Yes, it is in fact a book made of paper and ink and blood, sweat, and tears of the author. But (laughs) it's going to require your action. So again, anyone can learn about these ideas and philosophies, But to choose to start implementing them into your life is what separates the pack. Yeah, remember the whole idea behind this book is the key key to peak happiness, thinking, and health. So you don't just magic your way there. 
she actually gives you a step-by-step way of doing that. It's scientifically and biblically backed, and I think that's great. I don't think there's a lot of things out there. It's either scientifically or worldly or otherwise backed, or it's biblically but biblically backed. You're going to have to start saying that for me. I can't for say me. it. The Bible. <laughs> it, the Bible backs it. <laughs> so, But I like, again, how Dr. Carolyn Leaf has married the two and how... God made science, so... Right, she points out that (laughs) science is catching up with the Bible daily. And she really um, helped with what we do, which is put the God lens on these um, self-help books, if you will. So, thank you, Dr. Carolyn Leaf. We appreciate you. Yeah, one of the verses that we have frequented throughout this book study is 2 Timothy 1.7, For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And this book is a lot about the self-control portion of it. We can control a lot more than we give our credit, or give ourselves credit for sometimes. Yeah, so in chapter 9 she talks about how you have to wire positive thought networks. So your brain is like this information highway, like the internet, but only with what you've learned so far, all interconnected uh, thoughts zapping back and forth all over your brain. And you want to make sure that several of those thought networks are positive thought networks. So if you think about your tendency, whenever something occurs, do you look at it with an optimistic view or a pessimistic view? Is it a glass half full or a glass half empty. So the more positive thought networks you have, that'll help you if you like fall off track. It'll get you back on track. Side note, if you're looking at a glass, it's always full because it's either half water and half air. So air technically fills the rest of the cup. So you got a full glass. I'm an optimistic optimism <laughs> personality. <laughs> As I said, that's super monotone. I'm an optimist. <laughs> Believe me, I promise. Oh, she wow. says it with her eyes. You just, you can't see. <laughs> Again, this is YouTube, pause. guys. These, thank you to our YouTube subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are in for a treat every week. We, you know, I mean, they never know what they're going to get. Yeah. I'm reading between the lines here, but I like that she talks about ways to get back on track, implying that. It's going to be difficult different times, and it's not going to be easy, and you might even get derailed, but you don't give up. You you get back on the track. It's What is that phrase about? It's not how many times you fall, it's how many times you get back up. Yeah, it's in the Bible, but also Muhammad Ali <laughs> likes to quote it, get knocked down seven times, stand up eight, but that, I mean... God said it first. <laughs> the Bible caught up with, or no, Muhammad has caught up with the Bible. Yes. Everyone's catching up. Where are you at? Get caught up. I like how you said fair, and sometimes we get derailed, but even, we were just talking earlier when we were interviewing one of our guests about the gym. You could be the most in shape person on track all the time, but if you stop going to the gym, you're going to get off track. So by default, you're your natural path is not in alignment. So we need to make sure we're constantly focusing on the positive, especially if we have that tendency, like you said, Farron, if we just have that view that is going to tweak it a little bit negatively and not even I'm looking at the world with a negative lens, but man, if we talk about certain pockets of life, I might automatically start shutting down or view it with a negative lens. Or if you, if someone brings up a name or like job, spouse, whatever, and you go, ugh, to nope. any of those, then that might be something you need to think about. Let's try one. 
Brooke, when does school resume this fall? August 18th. <laughs> How does that make you feel? Lovely. <laughs> Any teacher, do not ask teachers. So, when do you guys go back? That's the, like an I mean, immediate mood killer. Well, they've given us a date. But, I mean... We don't focus the, on that date. I mean, it's probably... The law right now is probably going to change about 17 times yes. and before we... You know... But when COVID's over, quit asking teachers when they have to go back. And, you know, a lot of us love teaching, and we still, we don't want to think about when our summer's over. (gasps) Anywho, so yes, I agree. There's definitely an intentionality that comes with positive thinking, and I also believe that she brings it up here so that way you know that this 21-day brain detox plan is only going to work if you're intentional about it. Yeah, if you work consistently, you're going to get consistent results. Same thing with eating healthy or having a daily routine or reading your Bible every day. It's good. Your results are going to be as consistent as you are. So if you want quicker, faster, better results, then you're going to do this more consistently. If you want to be wishy-washy and have wishy-washy outcomes, then be wishy-washy with it. So it's really totally in your control. So again, this detox plan, it's a tool So she is giving us a tool to put in our tool belt to carry with us. Remember that thinking changes your brain. Neuroplasticity. Well, and what's important about that is if you go through the 21-day brain detox plan thinking, this is stupid, this is never going to work, this isn't for me, guess what? (laughs) It's not going to work. It's not for you. Exactly. So, and I would just challenge you if if you have that response what other things in your life are you saying? You know, if your goal is to live a healthy lifestyle and every fad diet you try or every exercise routine, you're going through it saying, this is horrible, it's never going to work for me, this is pointless and a waste of my time. If you go into every situation like that, no matter if it's a relationship, a health journey, a job opportunity, you're the mm-hmm. common denominator. So, Ouch. take I'm sorry. No, rip that band-aid. I love you, so I tell you the truth. Yes. So, anyways, the point is, guys, you got to take those thoughts captive. That's probably a habit you've developed. Maybe it's a defense mechanism. That way, if you do give it your all and it doesn't work, it doesn't hurt as bad because, oh, I didn't think it would work anyway. See, I was right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. Do you did? Do you remember the book, uh, Wayside School? Yep, sideways stories from Wayside School, and then Wayside School, something, something. It's falling down, and then, yes. Mm -hmm. So there's a book, a chapter, you know, about, like, each student, a person in the building, and there's one about Kathy, and I won't go into the whole story. I've read it to, like, my students every year, so I've heard it a lot. But she, um, a student gives her a cookie, and she's like, I'm not eating this cookie. It probably tastes awful. And so she puts it in her desk and, like, Three months later, she's hungry, and so she decides to eat the cookie, and then she tells the girl that gave it to her, see, I told you, I was right, the cookie tastes awful, and then she had a cat, and she always kept it in her closet, and sometimes forgot to feed it, but never wanted to let it out, because if she did, maybe it would run away, and Miss Jewel said, well, if you love it, it'll, it'll stay, well, one day it finally escaped from that prison, and never came back, so then the Kathy girl was all like, see, I was right, and the, it ends with, Something to the effect of, it's funny how someone can always be right, but be so wrong. Yes. So don't be that person. Don't be that Kathy. I know a lot of nice Kathys. Don't be that Kathy. (laughs) So again, um, you might just check 
your attitude on that, and we preach vulnerability here. So be vulnerable, give it your best effort, not only in the actions, but the purpose of this book is also your thoughts, the conversation between your ears. And if the word vulnerability makes you go bleh, then you need to listen to our vulnerability mini-series over the book, Daring Greatly. It's episodes 28 through 38. Yes, 28 through 38. So at least just go listen to the first one. And I think 29 actually debunks the negative narrative or the myths going on in your head right now. So if you're like, I don't want to be vulnerable with my thoughts or others, then that might be a good starting place for you. And then circle back to this episode. I do like, too, that she talks about if you put your mind to do it, you can achieve what God says you can achieve. I know there's some people that struggle with the notion of telling kids, you can be whatever you want to be. Um, I'm pretty sure I was never going to become, like, the next Albert Einstein. Not passionate Well, and also, you don't look like an Albert, so... Have you seen my hair in the morning? (laughs) Sometimes I forget. Does it look like this? Sometimes I forget to put shoes on, too. Anywho, I just like that, you know, God gives us different giftings and passions, Mm -hmm. and that, you know, there's certain things that we're called to do. Yeah, we have, we had David Griffin on in the Grit miniseries. I don't remember off the top of my head what episode that is. I think it's 25, Shot in the Dark. And he mentioned this in one of his sermons. He said, you can't be anything you want to be. You can be everything that God wants you to be. Mm-hmm. So again. Say it again. Say it again. Okay. You can be, you can't, be, let, me, oh. <laughs> let me get it right. You can't be anything you want to be, but you can be everything that God wants you to be. Dang. So again, make sure you're listening, reading the Bible, doing those things so you can be more attuned to what God has gifted you with or has pulled a passion into your heart somehow, and if you're like, I don't know what I'm passionate about, good news for you, we have a free Giftings and Passions Finder. Just email us, and we will get it to you quick, fast, and in a hurry. And that's going to actually help you kind of narrow down maybe what your giftings are, maybe what your passions are. Brooke, how much does it cost? Zero dollars and zero cents. For free. (laughs) Gratis. (laughs) All right, so again, remember that you control your brain. Your brain does not control you. Um, That requires active participation and awareness and intentionality and all those things you already have. Yeah, control what you can control. I love it. That's just good business. Yeah. (laughs) At work life, at home life, driving in traffic life. (laughs) (laughs) Control what you can't control. I can control my vehicle and what I'm listening to in my car. And what I'm going to say out loud. Tod- or, huh? Yeah. Yep. Nothing. I was going to say toddler mom life. You can't control those. <laughs> nope. uh, so that concludes chapter 9. What is the 21 day brain detox plan? And chapter 10 talks about how and why this plan works. So that's what we're going to dive into. Yeah. So again, I appreciate that she starts off saying that this plan it's a deliberate plan you have to be disciplined and it it can be rigorous so by no means is it something that like is it gonna require again that intentionality and effort um and so again I just love that she's upfront and honest about that but in the same breath you can do it. It's not like going to be above your head or unattainable. And if you're worried about like, oh my goodness, 21 days is a long time. Just worry about this day right now. 
So right now, whatever day it is, whether it's morning, noon, night, before your head hits the pillow, do day one. And the so. good news is it's you can easily incorporate it into your daily routine. It only takes about seven to ten minutes. Yeah, and so we even have, so we did an Everything's Figure Outable mini-series. We'll link to it in the show notes, specifically episode 42, which was about eliminating excuses. And I know a lot of us are pressed for time or we're trying to do the multitasking, which we the book has proven that that doesn't work. You're just pulled in all the directions. Mm -hmm. So how am I going to find seven to ten minutes? Well, last episode we talked about very practical ways that you could easily find seven to ten minutes if you're still struggling to find time after that, go listen to episode 42 and we will give you even more practical, actionable steps on how to find pockets of time. Man, that's a really good episode. I, I'm probably going to go that, Well, that one was one of said. our top on the charts too, so I think a lot of people really wanted the tough love. I think our audience recognizes that we all have the same wants and desires. Mm -hmm. So what separates somebody from, you know, actually achieving the goals that they set? And so um, it can come down to a term most people would understand as excuses. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that word just kind of stings a little bit. But, I mean, you hear it all the time. Oh, I have a great book idea. Everybody has a great book idea. Did you actually write it? So, or, or everybody wants to be healthy, but... Are you doing anything? So again, that episode, it definitely hurts a little bit, but yeah. it's definitely necessary as well. So again, back to the deliberate, disciplined, rigorous 21-day challenge. I mean, anything worth having is worth working for. Everything you've had to work hard for, you've wanted bad enough. So it comes down to how bad do you want it? I want a really bad book. <laughs> I mean, did you ever watch that motivational video, Eric Thomas? If y'all don't know Eric Thomas, guys, find him on Instagram. He's amazing, but he does the How Bad Do You Want It video. I used to watch that before we would go play or before my athletes would go play. Mm. I might have to go watch that. It's good. I'll link it. It's amazing. Eric Thomas, everybody. I may have seen it. I'm just not you probably have. with names. You probably have. So I won't spoil it because it's that. Just get ready to go like, run a mile or... Do something awesome after. Yeah. Word of caution, be careful when yes. you watch this. Like if you're going to have dinner with your in-laws, you might not want to you're watch. you be too excited. Please and thank you. Can I help with the dishes? Yes. Let me pick up the dishwasher. I am the dishwasher. Oh, wow. That would be great. Uh, you know, when Morgan and I first got married, we did not have a dishwasher. First world probs. Dang. So... I did threaten one of my kids to quit playing with the buttons on the dishwasher because if it stopped working, I was not sure what I would do. Don't you love like <laughs> I don't even know what I'm gonna threats? do. No, it wasn't open-ended threat. It was what am I gonna do to that kid? And so then they can just invent their own craziness. <laughs> Sounds healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm raising tough uh, results. There you go. Yes, yes. <laughs> no yes. trauma. Mm -hmm, I like it. If she you stopped, in case you're wondering. <laughs> I'm glad that worked out in your favor Another that time. Another child would have gone boop and pushed one more. <laughs> I don't know what tiny human you're talking about, and she's just a precious little angel. Guys, I wish I had her spunk and sometimes her audacity. Do you ever look at a toddler and you're like, can I borrow your energy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. So with this detox plan, it's 21 days. 
So mathematically, you can do 17 detoxes in a year. She suggests if you pick up the book in June, for example, or July, or whatever month you're listening to this, read the book this month, and then October 1, start your year, or September 1, or wherever the new month falls, that's where you start your 21 days. I like that plan. Don't wait till January 1st. Don't put off today, what, or tomorrow, what you can do today. Mm. I don't know who said that. Famous person. Me. Famous, not us. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> not to say that we're not famous. But not to say we're that gonna, we are. We just gotta get, our quotes are not necessarily thought-provoking. <laughs> but. You might describe them as surface level. Uh, just scroll through our Instagram and see what our quotes of the week are. <laughs> uh, I don't Baron, even remember. I think, yeah, I think yours, of one of yours this week was, um, thank you for stopping me, I almost ran out of breath. <laughs> you did something. <laughs> so go listen to that. <laughs> it was, it was amazing. I was just going to see what was going to happen. <laughs> anyway, so what is happening when you do this? So when you do the 21-day brain detox plan or challenge or whatever phrase you want to say that makes you feel lovely inside, you... <laughs> what? I don't know. I, maybe I'm laughing because I don't feel lovely inside. Okay, whatever's going to help you get your mind right. So, Thank you. Eric Thomas. Yeah! I'm picturing this Yes, how video. bad do you want it? Yes, okay. I'm not feeling lovely. I'm not <laughs> feeling <crazy>. awesome. <laughs> Let's go break Feeling hyped. Yeah! Okay, so... Well, well, this is good because what's happening in your brain is you're breaking down the toxic thoughts. <laughs> you're breaking down the toxic thoughts and you're building up the healthy new ones. So think trees. You go chop down a tree, you plant a seed, and it takes time for the new tree to grow up. So... You're going to have to nurture the tree, food, water, keep it safe. Sunlight. Yeah, you're going to have to tend to it if you want it to grow. So there's that. And then whatever the new thing is that you're thinking about, it's going to be stored into your non-conscious. So once you start doing the brain detox plan, you're bringing thoughts from your non-conscious into your conscious, making it malleable. That's the neuroplasticity part. And then you're putting it back into your non-conscious, so that way it's working offline. There are so many hand gestures right now that would really help you understand this if it's too science. If you are a kinesthetic learner. Visual, kinesthetic. That's going to help you. you. A whole, whole bunch. Let me just throw some quantum (laughs) physics your way. Since you guys are all warmed up now. Okay. (laughs) And pumped up. Yes. So... Again, you want to repeat this 21-day cycle up to three times for it to become automatic, automatized, which is that quantum Zeno effect, that repetition, repetition, repetition. I did that on purpose. (laughs) You um, learn and acquire new knowledge. So again, you want it to be automatic, like Brooke said, where it's coming then back into your non-conscious and you're thinking positively and living your best life without having to give it too much conscious thought. So throwing more quantum physics at you, because now I know what that term means. (laughs) So remember the quantum level, there's the level we're at, hello us, and then the atomic level, and we thought that was the smallest particle, and then we were able to split it open. Underneath all that's the quantum level. So what you're doing on the quantum level the protein connection holding the memory in place. 
So remember, we have acetyl proteins and methyl proteins. Acetyl, you've got an ACE in your pocket. You want it. Those are the healthy proteins. Methyl proteins. Meth. Meth is bad. Don't do that. Those are toxic. <laughs> so that's how you remember acetyl and methyl. So whatever the protein is, that connection is holding the memory in place. So whether it's good or bad. So this science works for a good memory or a bad memory. So think PTSD. You have to undo the thing you've learned and it's now traumatizing or think of building a new habit you have to keep moving on pressing on with that uh, protein to so whenever it's connected on day seven this is where the research is coming from this is why it takes 21 days to form a new habit so on day seven if you are following this plan on day seven the protein that is holding the memory in place looks like a bump and then by day 14 it looks like a lollipop and then by day 21, it looks like a mushroom. So you want to go from bumps to lollipops to mushrooms if you need a lovely visual. So think, I mean, if you ever had a baby or grew <laughs> I was a baby. Just say, yeah, when yeah. they show you the ultrasound and you're like, that's a what? It's an alien, number one. <laughs> they called it a little gummy bear. <laughs> yes, that's a nice way to say alien. So. <laughs> Anyway, bumps, lollipops, and mushrooms, aliens, gummy babies. <laughs> it takes time. So ten fingers and ten. Toes. There you go. Remember when we first learned? Oh, it takes twenty-one days to form a habit, and everyone was talking about twenty-one days, twenty-one days. But then people weren't replacing. They were either they were stopping the bad habit, so they would just not drink Coke. But then not they water. <laughs> they would have nothing to either fill the space or, I mean, even if you, so you could replace with water, sure. But even in the thinking level, if you are craving a Coke, you could spend that time in prayer. Mm -hmm. I, if I am thinking about a Coke this much, then think about all the prayer time I'm about to get. So you could do that. So then we realized, oh, okay. 21 days to break a habit, so that means we actually need to put something, you need to Indiana Jones it, you know, he takes the treasure and with the bag of sand. And then outrun the large stone. Yeah, and there's a spear and some things. I love Indiana Jones. I just gotta say that. You know, he also is tortured by snakes. You know, that's, that's where our connection is. Look at that. Did you know that Harrison Ford funds the read-write program in Jacksonville? He's such a great guy. Yeah. So back to what you were saying earlier. <laughs> we can you can just fan out on him a little bit later, you know. Um, da, 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 da. What da, were da, you saying earlier? <laughs> now all I can think about is Indiana Jones. All the Indiana it, Remember We were talking the about stone? the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yes, triple of doom, you. of course I do. <laughs> okay. So like you were saying with the Coke, uh like the soda, not the drug. Listen, you're from Nebraska. You call it, what'd you call You call pops, pop, pop. 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 Can't stop. Pop is what my children call my father, pop. Mm. Well, that's In confusing. Texas, it's just, <laughs> not when you call Cokes, Cokes, Farron. Just saying. I'll tell you a story off air. I think I've told you this before. Mm. About like, what someone calls somebody and someone calls something else. All it right. can get dangerous. Anywho, maybe we'll put it on the YouTubes. Maybe not. <laughs> the point is that when you are craving that Coke, you can convince yourself that that signal actually means you want something else. So like you said, 
whenever you want to cook, you can trick your brain into thinking, oh, that means I'm supposed to read my Bible. And so you can rewire that thought. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and sometimes it, tra- it takes trial and error. Like if you, what if you want to cook and you're in the middle of the business meeting, you cannot sit there and open your Bible and, excuse me, I'm going to get in the word. <laughs> so, I mean, can you do something else physically? Can you tap your knee or your foot or whatever? Or can you excuse yourself and go do like 10 squats, air squats in the hallway? I don't know. Why'd you have to excuse yourself? Oh, okay. Do it in the meeting. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm craving a Coke, so I'm just going to change I'm my brain. this book, and there's this podcast, and they said, they said, you know what? <laughs> Let's not tease you anymore. Let's give you the five steps that are in the switch on your brain process, okay? And in our next episode, we'll dive into these even deeper, but you've stuck with us this long. You got through the first half of the book so here you go first second quarter half time's over (laughs) i hope you had your orange slices Um, here we go three musketeers (laughs) did you ever have three musketeers at halftime no me neither liar (laughs) but when we did play in england they uh smoked at halftime yeah so there is something cigarettes (laughs) um good we don't recommend that okay (laughs) so the five steps in the switch on your brain process Gather, focused reflection, so focus your reflection, write, revisit, (laughs) and do active reach. Yeah, so we're going to break all that down, including the hand signals on next week's episode. I'm telling y'all. Memory pegs. Yeah. Just saying, they work every time. Guys, I bet y'all remember some of your like Sunday school bible songs you came from heaven to earth to show the way yeah you're doing the hand gestures <laughs> right now so it helps um so check out brooke's cool hand motions thank you for calling it cool farron it was honest oh <laughs> <laughs> on that note <laughs> we'll see you next week this is ending episode 58 switch on your brain chapters 9 and 10 What is the 21-Day Brain Detox and how does it work? Next week, episode is 59, and we will tell you how to do those five things. We are going to get after it. Boom. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Witty and Gritty podcast. Join us at wittyandgritty.blog, where you can subscribe to our newsletter, check out our blog, and listen to more episodes. We have a Facebook group out there just for you, for discussion, support, and community. And don't forget to get your freebie that's designed just for this mini-series. If you have any questions, reach out. We'll be right there.